0: Hey, what up Long Beach? Welcome back to the one and only Long Beach State Athletics Podcast that features the one and only Athletics Director Andy Fee. It is the LB Fee Show and as always, it is hosted by the562.org, which is myself, JJ Fiddler, and to my right mike gardabasio happy to be here as always
1: we're going to be joined a little bit later on by long beach state super fan super booster super everything bruce double d mccray excited to talk to bruce tattoos Uh, say
0: a lot mike
1: uh, yes absolutely you get it tatted on your skin you know it's for real uh but before that obviously got to welcome andy welcome to your show
0: gentlemen as always how we doing We're doing well. How are you doing it? It looks like and sounds like you've been talking to a lot of people in the last few weeks that you really didn't need to talk to before.
2: I mean, what is this saying? It's, you know, even uh, bad press is good press, you know. At least (laughs) they're they're, they're talking about you and uh, mentioning your name. But, uh, yeah, it's been a whirlwind of uh, the last few weeks that, uh, you know, we've we've got a lot going on, to say the least.
0: It is not hyperbole to say we have written countless articles (laughs) <laughs> on the naming and branding issue here at Long Beach State. Our latest was with LB Post, uh, something we do each and every week, so check that out. Uh, and it kind of started with something that was seen in the student bookstore, which things seen in the student bookstore, you know, that's, ca- that's kind of like book. I saw on the Internet. It's yeah. like things I saw in the bookstore. <laughs> uh, but this one this one caught fire a little bit, a picture of a squirrel and Long Beach State on it, and people with obvious, you know, assumption went straight to oh my gosh they're replacing prospector uh, pete with the squirrel
1: our guy alex manfredi tweeted a picture of it and it was like i don't i'm trying to think of the i don't think since we tweeted about the national championship have we seen so much twitter activity around the words long beach state as people wondering are you guys now the squirrels so andy care to put it to bed <laughs> we
2: are not the squirrels i <laughs> can right. say that with 100 percent certainty <laughs> um fans can uh go to sleep tonight and and sleep peacefully that uh that's not the case uh, as as uh jj was talking about you know a little bit self-inflicted uh by the university i i only know a little bit of the story but there was a um something about the squirrels on campus this is two years ago I, rem- I remember it
0: being either last year or two summers ago where there were people feeding the squirrels yes. during the day and then the squirrel population rightfully so, got out of control, much like the feral cat population down on lower campus. But they just kept feeding these squirrels, so people were like, don't feed the squirrels. We'll put it on a T-shirt. Everyone will understand.
1: Yeah. Uh, Seeing cute squirrels on a T-shirt makes me want to starve their population back down. (laughs) Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So, you know,
2: honestly, you know, having made a few phone calls on campus, this was literally a case of they had a lot of these T-shirts and just gear in general, and they were trying to sell it, trying to unload it. It's a bargain bin. And, you know, bargain bin, whatever you want to call it. And obviously the timing is terrible with everything that's been going on. (laughs) And so everyone went into freak out mode. But I hope people will know that there there will be uh, more more thought and uh, more involvement, that there's not going to be an overnight decision made by anyone on this campus. I know President Conley will make sure that that if there is a new mascot, that that everyone's voice will be
0: heard. Well, look, I mean, I, I'm I'm not going to have you say it, so I'll say it. This is just another example. Like, bookstore can pretty much do whatever they want, right? They're 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 building a they're building a brand. They're building products. They're selling those products. They're using the school to sell those products. It, we've been in there before, Mike, where we see shirts like, is that a purple CSULB shirt? Yeah. Who would want Who would want to <laughs> buy that? That's right. fine. They get to do that stuff. This is just another example of like, if you do have people off leashes. The the dog will bite someone. Yeah, occasionally. Well, I'm
1: glad to hear that you guys aren't the squirrels. It did give JJ and I a really awesome idea for, like, a series of bootleg animal T-shirts that we're considering. We definitely thought about the feral cats. Absolutely. I I don't don't know if cats are still an issue here, but when we were students, sometimes if you would walk to, like, uh, we used to call it the new structure, but the structure over by where the rec center is, it was like – it, when, it, when it was like heat season for the oh, yeah. cats, it was you would put headphones in to like drown the noise out.
0: Don't have half a sandwich in your bag while you're no. walking behind the pyramid <laughs> you're gonna in between the softball you're, field.
1: Yeah, you're going to turn around and think you're in a Stephen King movie. Don't for do sure. it.
0: <laughs> but that would be more representative of my time here on this campus <laughs> than a squirrel certainly would be. But but just kind of talking about the whole issue, Andy, I mean, where are you with it? I'm sure you're pretty pretty fed up. Um, but, you know, where's the university with it? Is this the beginning of a long rollout or are they? hoping to kind of put this thing to bed sooner than later?
2: Well, I, I think it's likely that there will be a, a process, um, and I think centered probably around the kicking off of Beach 2030, which I think we may have talked a little bit about, which is the the long-term um, kind of path to, to where this university will be in a, in a decade or so years. And, um, you know, as of today, you know, we're, we're still the 49ers, Um You know, it's it's athletics. We are Long Beach State University, Um, but I think there will be a process to look at. Will there be a new mascot? I mean, who knows? Maybe there won't be. Maybe there's life as good as the 49ers and the beach and status quo. Um, But you know, I think that that there will be a process, and it is likely to roll out around mid-November. It would be my guess.
1: And I, th- I think as we pointed out to people who, we, we got sort of panicked phone calls from some of your fan base when the when that tweet had gone out. I, and our point was sort of like, listen, I, you know, you talk about self-inflicted wounds, whatever. They're not going to announce a new mascot for the school with a small t-shirt and hat rollout in the bookshelf.
0: <laughs> table like, set up.
1: I'm, <laughs> <Ta-da! that, laughs> I'm very confident that that's not going to happen. Uh, if, if you're interested in, JJ and I sort of uh, put the journalist hat aside and just did a full-on column commentary on our thoughts on this, because I think we've been writing about it, Pretty consistently for six years. If at you least. think you're sick of talking about <laughs> yeah. it, Andy, JJ and I have been writing about this since we were 19 years old, yeah. which at this point was 15 years ago. Um, uh, so, and we just tried to sort of synthesize an argument for we believe, as I'm, I'm sure Andy does, and probably everyone who works in the athletic department, Long Beach State makes more sense than CSUOB. Uh, and our argument is for a pluralized mascot, essentially just to make it easier on ourselves so that I don't have to write Long Beach State Beach. And I can use a, I can mix up the name of the school with the name of a team going back and forth.
0: We've got internet analytics on there too, so it's not, it's not like we're just, you know, yelling into the wind here. You're we've not got, making
1: fun of me for my nerdy uh, analytics stuff.
0: We've after got, that one. we've got proof. I was just about to say Stabosio, but <laughs> <laughs> now you're just gonna make me do it. Um, let, you know, before we get out of here, let, we gotta talk about some sports. Um, oh hey, sports! <laughs> it's college basketball season. <laughs> Why not? As long as we're here. <laughs> I have a basketball Jones. And, uh, and, and it's great to see the both teams back practicing this week. I saw you at men's basketball practice, what was that, Tuesday morning. Yep. Um, it's just so nice to hear the squeaking of the shoes in the Walter Pyramid again.
2: It is, it is. We're, we're excited. You know, I think Dan, uh, he's got a great group of guys, uh, brought, uh, you know, a new coach on. And, you know, Coach Braz is kind of, uh, I think as Coach Munson says, the defensive coordinator, so to speak. Um, so I'm excited to see that. When The women, I think, actually start practice maybe Saturday, Monday. So um, they're, they're right around the corner. But they've been working on their, their, their individuals, and they get eight hours a week or so to, to work within the NCAA rules. But I think we're going to see improvement on, in both programs, and uh, I'm very, very optimistic.
0: You mentioned Coach Braz. That's Coach Bobby Braswell, originally uh, from the area. Uh, he coached at CSUN most recently. And like you said, kind of the defensive coordinator. So you see that? See some fresh faces. Obviously, um, you guys had just re-signed Dan Munson. And so I asked a couple of those guys out there on, uh, on Tuesday if things felt new. Did, did it feel new and different to you? Did it feel fresh? It
2: did. It did. For me, you know, obviously I'm just going into year two, but it, it definitely has a different feel. There's, a, uh, I think, across the entire program, more pep in the step. I, I, really, I really believe that just watching practice, there's way more intensity in, in everything out there. Um, a lot more fire in the belly, I think. So, uh, you know, they, they want to prove the naysayers wrong. They, they want to achieve um, something special this year. So I'm, I'm, I think it's going to be fun.
0: I was actually but just about to bring that up. The chip on the shoulder thing, this team hasn't had that since Casper Ware was at this school. Yeah. They haven't had the, oh, Long Beach State eye roll season. And it came last year. It was last year. Yeah. So now this team has that chip on their shoulder. It'll be interesting to see if they embrace that role like uh, like the men's volleyball team had before it was number one. Or like the dirtbags have the last few years.
1: I, uh, I'm excited. You mentioned that the women's team has not yet gotten on the floor. I'm excited to go see them. Anyone who watched them uh, go on that winning streak to end the regular season last year has got to be as excited as I am to see what they can do this year. It's always tough when you're playing as many freshmen as they were last year to expect consistency from them. But after having been through a year and now bringing back so many talented players, uh, I'm super excited to see what they do. And I feel like this could definitely be a very special season uh, on the women's side too, Andy.
2: Yeah, you know, I think they've brought in some, some, some fresh talent. Um, they continue to make inroads uh, in recruiting. So, you know, Jeff, Jeff's unbelievable. That guy has so much energy, so positive, and the culture that he is constructing going into year two I think is going to be amazing.
0: Who do I need to thank for that incredible women's basketball team picture that looked like they were about to start a 1990s family sitcom on TGIF. <laughs> you, you like that? I, I, that's Kelly Gill, our director Un- of marketing. Unbelievable! Can we bring Kelly round, on the show yeah, round of applause pretty soon? For Kelly, I, for I, sure. I was singing all <laughs> the theme songs that I grew up with when I saw that picture. That was just unbelievable. But uh, those coaches that you just mentioned, Jeff Cameron and Dan Munson, are going to join you at the next town hall. You had your first town hall at Joe Joe's a couple weeks ago. That we were at next one, October fifteenth, six p.m. at our friends. Our partners, Naples Rib Company. Go see Dave Vercigni,
1: the Godfather, down at Naples Rib Company, and check out that town hall on October fifteenth at six p.m. for
0: sure. We're we're excited about that. That's going to be So fun. the so the coaches are going to be there to answer questions.
1: Yeah.
2: So so Dan and Jeff uh, will be there. Um, you know, I think it'll be a lot of fun. People can get uh, a real look into what to expect, and, and we're we're also having um, some open practices for season ticket holders. So if you purchase a season ticket. Um, to come out and watch practice and listen to the coaches and have a little Q&A with the coaches and, and myself as well as other staff. What's the best way to get season tickets? Is it just calling the box office? Yeah, that's honestly the easiest way. You know, we've got great staff in there. Uh, Jeff Scott, our assistant idiot for ticketing, and Benny Garcia, who handles our, our group, sales, and, and anybody in there, any of the other staff, are, are going to be very happy to, to help get you set up.
0: That number is 562 985 I hope we never have to change that number. (laughs) Let's get into this week at the beach. Squirrel fit? SQRL, yeah. (laughs) let's get into this week at the beach uh, basketball season around the corner a couple fall seasons already begun and into conference play women's soccer at Hawaii we're recording this actually the day that they're playing at Hawaii I can't believe you're here Andy if I were you I'd make every excuse to travel with the teams going to the big island
2: no doubt I'm not sure I, I, you know I don't know sure I to not schedule better but uh, you know it's uh, that that's a huge uh, you know any of these road matches are huge you know just with the, the point differentials so getting at least a push on the road to get that point is is like a win
1: women's volleyball team had a couple of tough losses on the road against santa barbara and cal poly next week but they will be at home friday and saturday against uc irvine and uc davis and then the, the the game i'm really excited about the water polo team hosting pepperdine on friday night uh, Friday night games at the Ken Linwood Aquatic Center are always a fun, rowdy time. And I'm sure that one will be as well.
0: There was a great crowd for that UCLA match. Obviously, the big schools around the local area bring some traveling fans with them, but uh, that was a strong Long Beach showing and a great match against the number three Bruins, I believe.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, what, 8-7, so, so lost by one goal and, you know, standing room only around the pool deck. So
0: it was everything you could want on a Friday night lights. That side of campus also going to be buzzing this weekend because the uh, women's tennis team is hosting their beach tennis tournament Friday through Sunday at Rhodes Tennis Center. So stop by and check that out if you're going to the uh, water polo match or if you're on campus this weekend. And the number we had already mentioned, the box office number is 562-985-4949. Thank you, Andy. We'll be back with you in just a minute. We will be back with our special guest in just a minute but before that, we wanted to remind you that uh, if you are a Long Beach State fan and you want to keep up on squirrel and non-squirrel news, you've got to go to the562.org right now. It's where you're going to find all the sports coverage for all the Long Beach sports teams, obviously, including the 49ers here at Long Beach State. Is it a uh, Rocky and Bullwinkle reference? You yeah. you
1: moose and squirrel?
0: You like that? that? Okay. Yeah, it works. <laughs> if I can reference an old cartoon in our own <laughs> bumper, we're living our best life. The newsletter, the videos, the photos, recaps, the Twitter updates, and the interaction with you, the fans – and us, the Long Beach-supported sports writers, you got to get on the 562.org right now and hit that subscribe button.
1: All right, we're joined by our very special guest. This is a first for the LBV show. We're, we're not welcoming on a coach or a player or a, an athletic administrator here at Long Beach State. We are welcoming the most interesting man in Long Beach sports. Yeah beach super fan bruce double d mac Ray. bruce welcome to the show
3: i'll tell you what 562 i'm excited to be here thank you for inviting <laughs> me and it's uh um got to be part of the fee show i'm telling you what that that's special in itself this is
1: it i mean really like you know billboards skywriting who needs it you i mean know, when who, you're on who the needs it show. when
3: you're part of the fee show so
1: for the, those who don't know bruce is uh I, it's hard to even encapsulate everything that you do you are the vice president of Public Affairs for UPS, correct?
3: State Government Affairs, State yes. State
1: Government Affairs. Uh, you are on, it feels like, just about every nonprofit board uh, in Long Beach, including heavily uh, involved here at Long Beach State. Uh, and you've got a family connection. Your son, Nick, the associate head coach of the National Champion Men's Volleyball Wow, team. you
3: got that one right, huh? You know, good, hey, you give, me two, you
1: give me two cracks at a title, <laughs> I'm going to knock it down.
3: Award-winning. <laughs> Award-win- Award-winning coach. Award-winning coach, yeah. Last
1: year's AVCA National Assistant Coach of the Year. Uh, so I'd say things are going pretty well for you, Bruce.
3: I am. Uh, I can tell you what, <laughs> I am blessed and stoked, and it's. Uh, I love Beach. We are Long Beach nation.
0: You're from Long Beach originally, uh, Wilson uh, High alma
3: mater, and... Nope. Milliken. You can try Wilson. M- I M- I I P- M-I-L-L-I-K-A-N-Sells Millican. My bad.
0: Why, why did you send your kids to Wilson? Uh, better school. <laughs> okay. uh, so
1: for those of you who don't know who Bruce is, if, if you go look at a picture uh, on this show, you've definitely heard Bruce at any volleyball or basketball game you've been to in the pyramid. He's the guy barking. Bar- Bruce, can you give us a bark? You want me to? Do it. I I go Producer Roger with some extra work to do today. Uh, But Bruce is, I mean, super fan, super booster, super everything. Uh, And we thought with everything we've been talking about with Andy, we've been talking about uh, what's going on here at the university. We've been talking about mascots, the name of the school, all this stuff. We thought you would be an interesting person to bring on and talk to because you have the, kind of outside the pyramid view, but also someone who loves the school so much, you've literally got like, how many how many Long Beach State logos are
3: tattooed on you right now? Two? One, two, yeah, I got a, I got a few. You got a couple of them, yeah, and I've few. seen some yeah. of them, I don't know that we need yeah, to see one, all of them. Two. Yeah, I got like three, I got the beach, <laughs> I got the new logo, beach, I've got the LBC, uh, I've got the Long Beach logo, yeah. Yeah. So
1: so how did you become such a huge sports fan to the extent that you literally wear your pride for your city and for the university on your physical, actual body?
3: You know, I don't know if it's a huge sports fan. I, I really never played sports. I coached. Uh, um, I was a huge Allen Knight fan at an early, early stage of my life when Allen came back and was uh, coaching at Long Beach State. I liked what he did, and then I got to meet some of the other coaches, and it was just one of those things. I started out real small, we didn't have a whole lot of money you know we have four kids and and they're in college and high school and all that type of stuff Um, and then I was able to do more and more and more as as life went on but I give to the coaches who give and coach and mentor the student-athletes here Um, and some of the finest people in the world that I've met at Long Beach State, and I mean, I went to Long Beach City College for for a brief time. Uh, and <laughs> How many
1: days did you last at Open No, City I was there. Like no, I was really, I was a
3: trainer. I, I was under uh, Bob Kerriger, and and it was uh, it was really kind of cool. And I got there. Then one morning I woke up. Um, me and my roommate at that time was Dan McShane, and and. You know the waves are breaking 48 feet in Hawaii, and I'm like going, God, I'd love to go there and be in the water and see these huge waves. And my roommate says, You know, you're in college, you got three jobs, we got an apartment. I says, So I went out and bought two one way flights to Hawaii. We left on Friday, and and I don't swim, but I still wanted to see the waves and be in the water in Hawaii. So I can say, in 1978, I had a surfboard, I was in Waimea, I was in the water in some of the biggest waves in the history of Hawaii.
0: Wow. Have you learned to swim since then?
3: No, I haven't. Really? <laughs> no. Just you doing... are you are Whoa. the most
1: fascinating sportsman. <laughs> once you survive forty-eight foot waves without knowing right? how to swim, oh no! I mean, why I, do you? Why I was you in to learn, the you know? I was
3: in the water, <laughs> and I got to be honest with you. Yes. I was in the water. But when you're knee-deep in the water and up to your waist, and I'll see, you see the white water coming at you that's taller than any wave you've ever surfed in Silby's, yeah, I just tell people I was in the water. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Would you say volleyball, surfing, the beach sports are your favorite sports? Because you're not the typical sports fan. You're not sitting down on the couch on Saturday and watching football for seven hours.
3: Unless it's Raiders or Irish, yeah. Okay, so you're Notre, Notre Dame, Dame fan, Raiders Notre Dame fan? Fra- yeah.
0: Wow, yeah. you've had a tough run in the last few years.
3: Uh, I I don't even know what to say. It's a better time to be a Beach State Volleyball (laughs) fan. I don't even know what to say anymore. I don't know what to say. Your Irish are looking good this year. Irish are looking good this year. And the only reason I imagine, I'm Catholic. Bruce (laughs) Double D, Bruce Douglas Daniel. So it's the Catholic side of me and that's it.
0: That's probably something a lot of people don't know. Double D is actually your middle name. It's not a nickname.
3: No, it's my baptism is uh, uh, Douglas and my confirmation is Daniel. So Bruce Douglas Daniel McRae and my twin brother threw a Jose in there. And most of my so many of my friends are uh, uh, Samoan and uh, Mexican and they have names that just last forever so I figured why not Bruce Douglas Daniel McRae?
0: I like it did you which uh, church did you go to growing up here? In I the went moment? to
3: St. Cornelius. Right, okay. Uh, and then growing up, we went to St. Joseph's. All our kids went to St. Joseph's.
0: Okay. You just kind of touched every high school in the city then, huh? Well, in a way, I went to
3: uh, – um, uh, we went to St. Cornelius, me and my twin brother. We went to St. Anthony's, and we got sort of asked to leave after our first year. They said – Monsignor <laughs> Galderon said we were more in tune for a public school environment. Yeah. Good on it. Correct. Then we yeah. went to uh, – <laughs> That's a good read yeah. by the Monsignor. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah Then sure. we went to Milligan High School, and uh, – I was the trainer at Milligan High School, and it was one of the best experiences of my life with the coaches there. So um,
0: when you went to Hawaii, how long were you there?
3: Just under a year. Just under a year? Mm-hmm. So then when
0: you came back, were you just shaking the sand out of your hair for uh, – for?
3: Um, you know, I I, I, I was. And, and, and you're speaking of hair, since no one really can see this, <laughs> I'd be more than happy to, to share uh, – um, to share what I looked like when I came back from Hawaii. If you so, if you um, don't follow, oh
0: my gosh, this is an incredible
3: <laughs> Afro picture of Double D McCray.
0: If you don't follow him on Facebook, yeah. please do. So. Uh, it, it, one of the best Facebook follows around, I, I'd say. But so. Hawaii
3: was a great experience because I grew, I mean, when you go there, when you're 18 years old, um, you grow up real quickly. Uh, and most of my friends were adults. I had a job uh, working at Gaspro. Um, my uncle lived there. so I mean, it, it was a whole... It was a, 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 an excellent experience for me to grow up. Yeah. So you had
1: uh, – it has not all been smooth sailing. We are just talking about this before the show. Uh, we're coming up here on the anniversary of your uh, emergency open heart surgery.
3: Pretty cool, huh?
0: Is that how you look at yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, I really do. Happy I,
3: anniversary. Yeah, I, I do. I look at it as an anniversary. Tomorrow I will, I will go out and have a steak probably tomorrow. I mean, I just will. Um, and it was an absolute blessing for my life. It enlightened my life, because first of all, how many people can have a wake before they die? Most people don't know the people who love you until after you die. Oh, you say all the nice things. Um, well, I was in the hospital for 12 days, uh, I had 521 people come and visit me Wow! in ICU no you only allowed one person in icu but since i was the president of long beach police foundation all the officers (laughs) there and the security are knew who i was so they asked does do you mind i had basketball teams come in the volleyball teams i mean i had three sheriffs i had four congressmen i mean it was it was amazing well amazing.
1: we we were we were amazed by it because it looked like it was like they could have done media day at the hospital yes because they did they had like the whole athletic department came and saw you uh and and all of your other friends and family from around the city um so you know i you and i shared a moment uh just as as uh fathers and then i think we turned away from it so we weren't crying in the poly pavilion but i, I said to you last year we're, we're about to watch Long Beach State men's volleyball team win an NCAA championship. You're standing there. You've been a huge Long Beach State fan. You've been a huge Allen Knight fan. Your son, Nick, is the guy sitting right next to Allen on the bench for yep. this national championship match. Yep. And just a year and a half prior, man, it would have been so easy for you to have not been there to see that. Yes. I mean, is that... Have you been able to sort of carry that with you as you get to see those special moments with your kids and your family that, wow, I'm really lucky to you know be, oh, be a part of this? It's
3: not even luck. It's it's a blessing. God has me here for a reason, and I, and I will stay that. Spiritually, there is a reason for me being here. And it's uh, – um, yeah, I got pretty emotional at that game. I mean, it, it was uh, – all of them. I mean, Josh, TJ, the whole team, Kyle, everybody on that team is like family to me. And to watch them take that – yeah, I looked at where I would have been. I still would have been watching it. I mean, I, yeah, I still would have been somewhere, either down below or up top, you know. But somewhere I would with have, a good I, reception, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. I would have been watching it. <laughs> but you know, my belief factor is you got to get back. And I've been able, I've been blessed to be able to have a great career that allows me to make good money that I can support Long Beach State and a number of other, you know, nonprofits throughout Southern California. But there is nothing like the beach. There's just nothing like the beach.
1: I know when uh, when Long Beach State was awarded this year's men's volleyball Final Four, uh, we talked about that when that happened. I know that you were one of the people who is sort of already starting to think about, okay, how can we make this a really special thing in Long yep. Beach? Uh, we're still, you know, half a year or so away from that happening, but uh, do you have any, any information you want to share about that, anything in the works that uh, would, would make that a super unique uh, Final Four?
3: All I can say is Long Beach is a – Melting pot of so many different venues in so many different places. From the aquarium to the Queen Mary, you name it, we've got it in the Long Beach. We're, we're a beach. And I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out what kind of mascot we're going to have for the beach. <laughs> yeah, <we're, laughs> we're, we'll, we're, get, we'll get to that in just yeah, a second. Yeah. We're hoping to have that settled by but, then. Yeah. Yeah. but, but so you, Is there a plan you, to try and incorporate all that into the event? I think, you know, being able to have four of the best teams in the nation come here and to be able to share our city with them, yeah, I, I'm excited about it. And yes, we've got a good group together that's working on it, and it's going to be uh, uh, extremely special.
1: It's literally on our calendars already. We're very excited for it. Yep. We can't wait for it. And uh, yeah, that should, hopefully will be as special as it was last year, yep.
0: obviously. All right, let's do some fun questions. We already asked you about your tattoos. Yes. What was your first tattoo? You my got? first
3: tattoo was a rainbow. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Nope. It was a rainbow <laughs> put on my ankle. It's a rainbow put on by uh, Rick Walters, one of the number one tattooists in the world, my best friend. Uh, Alicia Girolami uh, had a rainbow on her wrist, so I got it on my ankle. And yes, there was nothing wrong with having rainbows. Then it became, quote unquote, the LGBT, you know, their logo, <laughs> um, and my daughter came home one day and says, Dad, the parents are asking me at Wilson, um, is your father a homosexual, is your dad gay? Because I paint my toenails. I have toe rings. My name is Bruce. I live in Long Beach and I have a rainbow on my ankle. And a oh, good a big mustache big too, And Bruce. a great mustache. Yes. Macho, macho man. Yes. Um, so I went and literally it, it gave me a reason to get another tattoo. So
0: <laughs> I got
3: the rainbow covered up with my family crest. Um, but you know something? It's uh, uh, Every tattoo I have means something. I have Marcus Aurelius tattooed on my leg. I have Long Beach tattooed on my leg. Um, How many I've, do you have total? I've got about... I don't know, just under 100 hours worth. So I don't know. I mean, I've just got to, I mean, I'm almost, my legs are almost completely covered. Yeah, so
1: that's a true tattoo guy when you measure it by time spent under the needle, not yes. by number of tattoos. Yes, and I enjoy it. at this point, it. it's just one really big tattoo. Right? I want
3: more right now. I can't <laughs> wait to get my next tattoo. When did you start painting your toenails? Oh, I don't know probably 20 something years ago. Really? My kids got me a, a manicure pedicure yeah. for a Christmas present, and I never went in, and I went in, and this cool cat, she was sitting there, and she was She's and I said, does guys paint their toenails? Said, yeah, says, yeah, my husband's an H.A. H.A. means a hell's angel. Like uh-huh. that. And I just look and I says, really? He paints him black. And I says, yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so I painted them black. So I had toenails, toes for black, then I went to American Flags, and now I have American flag and uh, Long Beach State logo.
0: That Hell's Angel guy was probably a Raider fan too, so that probably. No, helped. most definitely, most aren't, aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> all right. If you had to give up tattoos or cigars, which one would you give
3: up? Mm. I know that's tough. Well, I'm happy you didn't say coffee. Oh, coffee overall? No, I mean, I, I would, I would, I, I would. Coffee well, coffee would stay Polly's Gourmet Coffee on 2nd Street. <laughs> I, was, no. I was about
0: to say, Bruce is literally
1: painted on the side of Polly's Coffee
0: on 2nd uh, Street. You know, um,
3: <laughs> I could always give up cigars, but I really enjoy it. My tattoos mean something to me, okay. so they're very, very special. Speaking of
0: me. cigars, yes. of somebody who likes cigars but doesn't smoke them all the time, yes. if I walk into a cigar shop... Is it kind of like wine, where the price of the wine kind of matches the quality? No, or are absolutely you look at, not. Yeah, okay, you're looking you for have something to look at
3: something its, else? It's flavor. Some people like chicken. Some people like steak. Some people like beer. Some people like wine. It's all in your taste. Okay. Um, some of the finest cigars are Arturo Fuentes. Uh, um, I like the Opus X and the Don Carlos. The Padrona Anniversarios. Ah, oh, wonderful cigar. I mean, it's just it's truly one of my favorites. And I w- I've been blessed to, to travel to Cuba a few times and got to meet uh, with Alejandro Robina and he has his own cigar and he passed away. Um, I got to tell you this quick story. I get there, I bring a a duffel bag full of just band-aids and aspirins and things of that nature because they don't have a lot there. So I brought this to him and I brought him a rosary bead that was blessed by the Pope because he's Catholic. Um, and I gave it to him, and I was the only one in the group that he took inside his house. And he <laughs> had awesome. four different Pope's pictures with letters from them that smoke cigars. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and I looked at him and I said, How do these people know you? I read good, good tobacco, good cigars. And I'm like, well, that's what I'm talking about. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: Well, He doesn't always tell stories, but when he does, uh, he's the most what, interesting yeah. man in Long Beach. That's amazing. Okay, so let's talk about we We talked to
1: Andy about it earlier on the show. It's obviously been the topic du jour around the pyramid, and it uh, feels like around the city. What, do you, what are your thoughts, first of all, on Long Beach State versus Cal State and Long Beach?
3: I love Long Beach State. We are. You, I walked around the campus one day, and I ask people, and I says, uh, are, we the, are, are we Long Beach State? Are we CSULB? A lot of people like CSULB. I mean, it's, it, it flows, and there's nothing wrong with that. And it's been uh, there forever, and it's what you grew up with. Sure. It was more of this, and this is back when Vic first got here. And Bill Brady was here, and we're walking down, and they, you know, big 49ers. They wanted 49ers everywhere, and I says, "That's San Francisco. That's Northern California. That's just me. I've always been a beach guy. Ever right. since I was coming to the thing, people'd go beach and volleyball. Right. So I asked people, to see you a 49er, you beach?". Twenty-two people we asked, twenty-two people responded beach. So I mean, I think that's What part of campus were you standing on? No, I mean, we walked <laughs> all the way through We walked all the way through the campus. I mean, there was, you know, we we're, we're asking just eclectically just asking people along the way. So you're
1: so we're all, but we're all in agreement on Long Beach State. Yes. And now as the mascot thing has happened, what were your thoughts about uh, you know, the Prospector Pete statue being moved and the 49ers to beach to potentially a new mascot. It just feels like there's been a lot up in the air. You're obviously someone who cares about the teams here as much as anyone. Prospector
3: it, Pete's been gone for Four years and no one mentioned it that he hasn't been to any game in four years. And move it's a statue,
0: though. Then yeah, people but pay I mean that, that's
3: up that's up to the school. I don't. I mean that's you know you can move Prospector Pete to the front of my house. I'll be more than happy to have Prospector <laughs> Pete in front of my house. I mean it's still an icon for everybody who had been at Long Beach State, and I can understand that they're upset about it. But the people that are here now, the excitement that this team has, and the the athletes that are walking around with beach on the things. We're a force to be reckoned with. We've got grit, and and everybody took this prospect repeat. Oh, it's it's a uh, you know a, a, like a not a racist type thing, but you know they were they were portraying it that way. It had nothing to do with that. Right. It was a new logo because we're at the beach. We're no longer a football team. We're not a football team. It's not San Francisco, folks. We are Long Beach. We are the beach.
1: So. And, you know, obviously there's that. That's certainly where things have been going. I thought – I definitely agree with you. It was interesting that, like, the statue has become – like, it's been in the New York Times. It's been in the Washington Post. It's become this, like, flashpoint. And for J.J. and I, we were just kind of, like – you know, we we wrote a story about sort of the history of the this the different names and the branding, and we go okay, so the school's been here for what, seventy seven almost seventy years,
3: 1949.
1: right? Nineteen forty nine, right? Yes, easy math to do. Um, but it, it's had what seven different names, like six different mascots, and like two different color schemes. So you go, was Nugget the donkey having people protest in favor of him when they retired Nugget the donkey in favor of Prospector Pete? Probably not. It just feels like it's what you said. It's like for anyone who's here at a particular time, you latch onto the stuff that was your experience and then sure. it's it's hard for people to see that stuff
3: change. I when my logo left UPS, because I had the UPS logo already tattooed <laughs> yeah. on my leg, and then I had to go get a new one tattooed on my leg. So, uh, so you're um,
1: saying you, 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 we will put your cell phone number out there for anyone who's got Prospector Pete tattooed on their body. They that's can give right. you a I call think that's a wonderful thing. Them. I yeah. mean, I'll, I'll, we'll find you.
3: I'll help pay for a new one.
0: Um, that's perfect. So last question uh, from me. The barking at games, I absolutely love it. The first time we heard it, it was at Wilson, actually. Yep. Yep. Um, but, uh, and that was a, gosh, that was a long time ago now. A long now. time About ago. 10 boys. Years ago. Yeah. When yes. did that
3: start? Where did that come from? You know, I did it with my daughter when they all started playing uh, volleyball. I mean, if you bark, everybody sort of pays attention. When something's successful, boom, bark. You can clap all you want, no one hears you. Ah, blah, blah. <laughs> but you throw out a, a bark out there, people know that you did good. And it's for the players that are on the court. If I'm barking, they've just done something phenomenal. And then I always threw out with my kids when they would serve a uh, thing, and it's, Daddy loves you. I would scream that out, Megan or Nick. Nick, first time he played at Long Beach State. Everybody's quiet. Nick's up there for the first serve. Nick, Daddy loves you. And I'm way up top. You know. And it, he got it over. But you know, it's, it's, then one of the parents came up and he says, you say that out loud, is that a joke? And I says, no, nah, I love my kids. And my kids, before every game, I'd go up and give them a hug, and they gave me a kiss. And I said, I love you, Dad, and I love you too. I says, it's, it's about the love. And that's what we have at Long Beach State. This is about family. This isn't about people coming in and looking at an institution. It is, but one one big family? You're a part of that family.
1: Well, I think one of the things that we love so much about you is I think you perfectly embody the ways that Long Beach State is different than a USC or a UCLA, which is also the same ways that the city of Long Beach is different from Los Angeles. It is more of a community and it is more tight knit and it is more of a family. And what better way to represent that than by you having your son as part of the national championship team. Huge. Uh, you on the sideline for all the games barking. And now, officially, our first non-employee of Long Beach State on the LVP show. Couldn't, so think, happy. couldn't yeah. think of anybody better. <laughs> this is
3: really, really cool. I mean, I got to tell you guys, there is more people that are listening to you. And there's a couple. There's another group out there, too, that I, I, I you know. Oh, we love they, the 908 guys. Shout out to are, Paul and John. You are, are truly taking our sports side to a different level than we've ever been. And you know, people are getting involved and people see it. And that's what I love about this. When when the press telegram went away and they stopped doing it, I could always go to both of your groups and just see the fun. And you know it, you know the love. I don't know how you both do it. You know, and if you guys like to sponsor the five six two, there's opportunities for you too. To sponsor love it. The five, but Bruce there is. The, I Bruce mean, is the best. Without you, without you, without the nine zero eight, without those type of situations and those groups here, we wouldn't know what's going on in all the way down to grade schools. It's well, important. without you supporting the sports,
0: we couldn't do it, Bruce. So no, thank you.
3: I'm a bl- I'm a blessed man to be able to do it. And I put this out to everybody. We have the beach club here at Long Beach State, and I would love to see anybody get involved with that because your dollars go directly to supporting the athletes the scholar athletes that are here for a short time but you're changing their lives with your dollars of support
1: well you heard it there from the man himself bruce double d macray thank you so much for joining us
0: on the lbp show we'll see you in the stand soon boom we're bringing back andy thanks so much for bruce stopping by uh it is officially october andy and as we get out of this show each and every other week we've been talking to you and our guests here kind of about a recommendation Kind of let LB Nation know what they should be checking out. And Mike, every year you try to watch one horror movie every night, and you get pretty far, but I don't think you've gotten the whole month just yet, just right? Just not
1: lined up for our jobs to do something 31 days in a row, unfortunately. Well, especially I, at night. I always stall it, yeah. I always stall <laughs> out somewhere family. in the 20s. Yeah. With so. the family, it's definitely changed the dynamic as well. Uh, yeah, just I'm, 31 nights of hocus pocus. I'm on pace. I'm four. I'm like four <laughs> for four on the day that we're recording this. So hopefully we can go.
0: But Nightmare Before Christmas, Halloween
1: movie. I'm counting it because we watch it with the kids. Scratch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, right we we'll yeah. get um, a scratch. You know, I don't know. Is it a Christmas movie? Uh, yeah, it's a. It's, it's got Christmas cool. in it. It does. It does. It's like a Die Hard. You can watch it for a Christmas. <laughs> That's movie. true. We're That's on, true. Or on an action movie marathon. Oh, you know?
0: uh, I wanna, I wanna track how many times we mention that Die Hard's a Christmas movie in this podcast throughout the year and see if we can get it into double digits. Yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a
1: probably enough time. So uh, we usually do recommendations at the end of the podcast since it is October and since I assume I'm not the only person who's. Watching horror movies this month. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys what your favorite uh,
0: horror movies are. Andy, why don't you go first?
2: Well, I have heard of The Nun, which I have not seen, but apparently is a very scary movie. That would mess JJ
0: up because he grew up
1: around Nuns. That's not, yeah. I suppose I
2: have to go see it. That's what a number of our student athletes told me. Okay. But I would go with the Blair Witch. Project.
1: I love that. I, Classic. The, the Blair Witch Project is the Long Beach State of horror movies. It's like scrappy, and it's overachieving, yes. and there's some grittiness to the way it was put yes. together. Very yeah. on brand, Andy. I yes. respect that. Yeah, Thank I,
0: you. I, do, I do like that. And it also launched kind of a generation of, we don't need a dolly. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Which was oh, great for you and me. was right. brand new. <laughs> that was brand new. Shaky Cam is a good thing. Yeah, for yeah, sure. For sure. I, I, This kind of reveals a lot about my personality, but my favorite horror movie is Cabin in the Woods. Okay. I don't know okay. if anybody right. out there has seen yeah. that. If you haven't, make sure you check it out because it will not be what you expect.
1: No, I love Cabin in the Woods. I yeah, think that's great. I'm, gonna, I'm I'm. a sort of a classic horror movie guy. I watch uh, Halloween every year. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. A, a trick or Treat, if you like more recent horror movies, I think it's great. I'm actually going to the Universal... Uh, Studios Horror Nights thing by myself when Char and the kids are out of town. What? Which I'm pretty excited about. Wow, and, live Mike, it up.
0: You know you have a problem when <laughs> Mike's gonna need to go to Halloween Anonymous. Yeah. <laughs>
2: What could go wrong?
0: Um, Well, thank you so much, Andy, uh, producer Roger, everybody else who helps get this show done, the LB Fee Show every other week. Make sure you subscribe. Visit the562.org right now to find all of your Long Beach sports coverage for Mike, for JJ, for Andy, for everybody else. For the squirrels. We'll see you in the stands. For the feral cats. Thank you, Long Beach. Take care.